0: Today I got to spend a few minutes with my friend Jeff Kimes. He's got an incredible story where he literally changed his whole life by moving to Hollywood in the middle of what otherwise seemed like a pretty cool career. Working at Silverdark City and Shepherd of the Hills and enjoying himself. He got up, he made it happen, and now he's got a great job and things to tell us about. Thank you. It's been a long okay, time. I, I,
1: I believe I saw you two or three years ago. You came you out did. here, didn't you That's Definitely. right, yes. You have yeah. a, a friend, Kelly Ireland, that works out here. I uh, do.
0: It is, yes. so, it is so unique that both of you guys, from two different areas of my life, both work in the same office.
1: But I can't. When she walked, she came up to me. Oh, it it was a while before you came out there. And she said, "Do you happen to know anybody from Missouri?" And I said, "Well, guys, Uh yes, I grew up in Missouri." She said, "Do you happen (laughs) to know anybody from Crane, Missouri?" And it was like, Uh "You're kidding me, Crane, Missouri, of course." (laughs) And then she mentioned your name. That's that's amazing. I think the last time uh, before that, the last time I saw you, you were probably about eight or nine years old. Probably so. Yeah, (laughs) it's been a long time. Yes. Yes. Well, so how's Kelly doing? Oh, well, she's doing fine. She's uh, she has moved on to another show. She's not on the oh. same show uh, at this point. But uh, last I heard from her, she was. Uh, I'm I'm not sure which uh, which gig she's picked up now. But uh, last <laughs> I heard from her, she was doing great.
0: Well, good. And so let's start by talking about because you have kind of an interesting path. And I guess I would start with tell me you work with and how all that stuff interacts with your daily life
1: with what i'm doing right now yeah sure yeah well i currently uh, i currently work on a a daytime talk show it's called the doctors
0: Uh uh-huh it
1: it airs on cbs Uh, i think it airs on. it's actually syndicated i'm not sure where it is out out in the in missouri um but uh (laughs) It's usually on CBS. Um, we're on season 12 right now. Uh-huh. I've been very fortunate. This has been a great gig. It's hard to get uh, shows to last this long out here, so I feel yeah, very fortunate.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah, so and I'm there post – go ahead.
0: What are you – you just started to say it, but what do you do? I am that? the
1: – my title is called post-production supervisor, which basically is pretty much that says it all. I supervise the post-production um uh-huh basically once the camera is uh done rolling on a, whether on the on a TV show in particular in my place once the camera's done rolling and you pull uh in the old days you would pull a, a tape out of the camera well in the older older right. days you would pull film out of the camera <laughs> and yeah. then you would pull tape out of the camera now we're pulling uh, uh flash cards out of the camera but uh, basically yeah. once once they're done uh rolling the cameras uh then that uh, m- media that they have shot and that's turned over to us in post-production, and we take that and turn it into a television show, basically. Okay. So, we tape before a live studio audience out here, um, and uh, each each show is an, oh, that's right, I think you even sat in on a show. Yeah, when you
0: I, were I under, did. Yes. I
1: sure that's did. right. So, because we tape before a live studio audience, um, we try to make this show as, I guess I would say, as as finished and complete as as it can be. There's We try not to stop and start and stop and start. We try to do the whole show all the way because you don't want it to be boring for the audience that's sitting there.
0: Well, you know, it really they did a good job. I mean, it was it was a good afternoon.
1: Yeah, we're very fortunate. Very quickly. Yes, we have a a a great uh, set of hosts. uh, You know, Doctor. Dr. Travis and uh, Dr. Right. Orton have been with us from the beginning for all yeah, 12 seasons. Heart
0: dropped. I remember yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I
1: think, I believe he was a former bachelor, as a matter of fact. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so yes, uh, yeah, and then, so yeah, basically that's what I supervise um, the post production part of it. I, I, um, all of the editors, I hire all the editors. I, I, uh, Gather around, gather up all the equipment necessary to edit the show, and uh, hire all the staff—basically coordinators, PAs, and assistant editors, etc. And then we follow the show all the way through until the very end. uh, And then the last thing is is that we deliver the final product to uh, the network. In this case, it's to CBS. Uh We well, do. Uh, no, the, well, I'm
0: ahead. just going
1: to just going to say that the uh, the doctors because we're a daily show. Um, we uh-huh. do about a, about 150 episodes a season is what uh-huh. we do. Wow. So we're about to about to uh, hit our 2,000th episode here uh, in the next few months. So that that's wow. one of our uh, big exciting things that we're looking forward to. Yeah, definitely.
0: And I guess for me, you know. You kind of had a period of time when you were still in Missouri, and then at some point you kind of made the move to Hollywood. And tell me about that.
1: Well, yes, you're absolutely right. I I, uh, I graduated uh, from Crane, as you know, uh-huh. in 1975 yep. was the year uh-huh. I graduated. By the way, I, I remember. I think I remember seeing something uh, of, of yours where you were. You were talking about the 1985 Crane Pirates.
0: 1984
1: Crane Pirates. 84 Crane Pirates, right. Well, next you need to do a little bit of uh, history and look back on the 1975 (laughs) Crane Pirates, (laughs) too.
0: I'll do it. That's Mike Reed and all those guys. That's
1: right. That's that's exactly right. Yeah, Mike Reed, Bobby Eaton, Marty Lauer, (laughs) uh, Jimmy Hilton. uh, Who else was on there? Uh, Mark Barnett, Randy Stowe. We were the – we were the Southwest Central League tournament champions in 1975. <laughs> so I well, remember you know, it I remember was, like as yesterday.
0: I was not even in school yet, so there you I go. would love to learn.
1: That's <laughs> awesome. But yes, yeah, so yeah, I, uh, I, I I started working. Uh, in, it was in '76 or '77. I'm not good with years, but uh, at Silver Dollar City, basically started in their in their entertainment department. That was uh, it, it was. Uh, a, a little bit different time back then at Solidara City. The it, it was yeah. a, a little less um music, uh, country music and a little bit more um acting stage actors at that uh-huh. time the, right. So I was very fortunate to get to be able to work about ten years in the, in their daytime entertainment. worked on and also in attractions. I also I started working on the rides. I started working on Fire in the hole. Uh, uh-huh. spent uh, spent a couple of years working on the rides and then was fortunate enough to move into uh the entertainment and start there was I believe the first show that I worked in it was uh, I think it was called Melvin the Chicken Thief and um, I don't know if you, and if that's probably before your time that you High saw it. This <laughs> I played. The, I played the judge in the show in the Melbourne, oh, the Chicken Thief. Yes. Then after that, we did the <laughs> show called the Hatfield Haint Show. Um, uh-huh. and also, and then 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 did a lot of their street shows for them as well. So yeah, it was a it was a great great way to. To grow up, it, it wasn't even a job. It was too much fun to be considered a job.
0: Well, and you uh, know, were these things that were already written, or were these things that
1: you wrote? When I worked at Silver Dollar City, I, I, it was all things that uh, that were already written, all shows okay. that had already been done. I spent the in, in the night times whenever the, the uh, I would be done work during the daytime at, at Silver Dollar City. At night, I would then go to Shepherd of the Hills. <laughs> and I uh, performed in the play Shepherd of the Hills at night so I spent about uh-huh. about 12 years where I did daytime Silver Dollar City nighttime Shepherd of the Hills and then uh, <laughs> got lucky very lucky again that. yeah I got lucky again also at Shepherd is that uh they they ended up hiring me to work uh for them in the daytime at Shepherd of the Hills and that's where I uh, was their director of entertainment for four years, and that's where I got to uh, write and direct uh, all of their daytime scripts and et cetera for that. Okay. And then, but still at night, always uh, still performing at night. I did two roles at uh, at Shepard. One of them was Buck Thompson. Uh, he, he's the guy that wears the pink long john. <laughs> and then the other character was Ollie Stewart, the city slicker that came I back to. I need to, to say
0: the, something about what would Sarah uh, <laughs> just what the boys say? What would the girls
1: say? That's you know, Doc that's... Coughlin, you bet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great old actors played Doc Coughlin.
0: <laughs> well, and so I guess, you know, in terms
1: of like so did you feel like you learned
0: stuff about writing there or what did you learn?
1: Well, I think what I learned mostly is is uh I uh, management. I I learned that I did have a, a, a love uh for management, for managing people. Um have uh-huh. spending that time in the in the entertainment uh, the department as Shepherd of the Hills as their director. Uh, that was that was new to me, uh, being a manager and also a writer. But I um, but I, sure. I learned at that point that uh, management kind of crosses over whether you're working in the theme park industry or whether you're working in the television industry. Um, if right. you, if you if you like management and you like uh, managing people. As long as you can learn whatever the, that industry is, it, it does cross over fairly well. So uh, I believe I learned uh, enough at Shepherd Up the Hills that uh, that I, I'm very fortunate to have this gig that I have right now because of that.
0: Well, and, you know, that's what I say because, you know, starting off and then spending a fair amount of time there and then at some point just deciding that you were going to Hollywood, that is a, a different
1: like you, yeah.
0: tell, tell me about that.
1: It was it was the, it was quite a, a a move. Well, I have a very good friend. His name is Joe Jokobite. I worked with him at Shepherd of the Hills and Silver Dollar City while we were there. Yeah. He moved out the to Hollywood before I did. So he had lived out here for two or three years. Uh, he okay. worked uh, worked at Disneyland. Worked and uh, in their entertainment department. And he and I had always talked about someday, someday we'll get out to California and of sure. course he he did. Um it it came to uh, uh they were they went in a different direction during the daytime at Shepherd of the Hills and so it gave me an opportunity to try to pursue something new. And uh-huh. I basically just kind of packed everything up and, and headed out to California, just like the Beverly Hillbillies did. <laughs> um, so uh, so Joe had – my good friend Joe was already out here, and he had a floor that I could, could sleep on, so I, that, uh-huh. that saved me some money. I didn't have to have as much money, and then right uh, we were roommates for uh, several years out here and, until he ended up – he's now back in Missouri. He's moved back, and he uh-huh. now lives in um, – uh warrensburg missouri now oh really yeah and i stayed out here so there you go but yes (laughs) it was it was a life change i spent about 15 years in missouri in the uh, total uh in the uh, tourist industry tourism industry and then changed over and now i'm in the tv industry yeah
0: and so what was that transition like
1: Well, I kind of had to start all over. Basically, my very first job that I got out here was uh, was a runner, um, uh, which is a you know a a, a beginning position in a television production company. I was their runner. I was, I think I was about thirty-four years old. Uh, All the other runners were seventeen and eighteen years old (laughs) uh, because they were all they had their their parents were producers or you know or worked on the show or whatever and. So I I started at, at that position and and one of the uh, one of my jobs as a runner this was for a show called the Home Show it was uh, uh, on ABC it was years ago um, no longer wow. on um, right. uh, my job as a runner though was to deliver tapes down to their post production department uh, and uh, when I when I delivered after the first couple of weeks of delivering tapes to the department. The head of post-production, he was the post-production supervisor, looked at me finally and he said, you know, you're way too old to be a runner. (laughs) And and I said, you know, you're absolutely right. And (laughs) So but he but he uh, he hired me he, he hired me into the post production department uh, as a uh, as an assistant editor and I knew nothing about it and he knew I knew nothing about it but <laughs> he was a great man and gave me an opportunity to learn and I was surrounded by a bunch of great people who helped me learn it and then uh, basically with the with the television career and the rest is kind of uh, history I went from the, uh, being a runner on the home show and then. Uh-huh uh my next gig after that I believe there was it was a show called How They Do That Yeah. Um, it was yep. uh, yeah you remember that I was I, I looked was, at the I, resume yeah. No oh yes yeah I got a, <laughs> uh, I, I got a post gig on How They Do That and then it just kind of uh, jumped around from show to show worked on the show for a while called uh, Real Stories of the Highway Patrol Right. um that one was it lasted for two or three years so it was a pretty good gig and then i landed a job at a company called grb entertainment and okay. that was my the most that job lasted for 12 years i was their director of post-production um for 12 years we did a lot a lot of different uh, television shows a lot of reality shows for uh discovery and and et cetera. That's when we started a, a a show called Intervention back then. Uh, um, it's, yeah. it's still a fairly popular show, I believe. I was there right. their first for their first season. I was their uh, post supervisor. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then I moved on to the uh, worked for a little while at a company called Three Ball Entertainment. They did uh, they produced a show called The Biggest Loser, and I know. It's you uh-huh. probably heard of that one, and then yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, and then went to that from that to where I am now today, which is the doctors, basically. Wow, so and it's been so. A lot of fun.
0: I guess that what I want to
1: know is, what do you want to ultimately do? What is your dream job? Boy, I wish you. I was kind of hoping you'd tell me that what I ultimately want. <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. What I ultimately want to do, I don't know for sure. I've got so many different options. You know, I, I still, of course, all of my family is in Missouri. Um, sure. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably five years away from uh, retiring. Uh, so I've still got five years to figure out whether I want to stay out here or whether yeah. I ultimately want to end up back in Missouri. I, Sure. you know there's a big part of me that uh, that wants to be next to my family for sure, sure. Um, i have a beautiful 21 year old daughter that uh, is I currently she's currently living in uh brooklyn uh, new york uh-huh. she's going to school there she's finishing up her senior year uh uh-huh. and uh, going to a, a college called pratt institute she's going to be uh-huh. a, a graphic artist uh-huh. um and uh, she will likely end up back here in in California with her animation, uh, uh, sure. starting her animation career. So that's that's something that will will probably keep me out to in California for a long time too. So I've got plenty of <laughs> options ahead of me that I'm just not sure yet. Well,
0: and I guess that you know this is kind of really an interesting time to kind of have the skills that you have. And think about the economy as is changing so much. Yeah. What kind of thoughts do you have on that?
1: Well, I do believe that the uh, uh, at least the TV industry is probably gets hit the least uh, whenever we get hit in, in with the economy because everybody still wants to be entertained.
0: Sure. And yeah.
1: Very very similar to the uh, theme park industry. You know, everybody uh, still yeah. wants to be entertained, um, and right. so I feel fortunate. About that, I, I at, uh, you know, it's I'm out in California, so we're uh, it's a uh, it's a fairly liberal state out here, and and <laughs> you know it's uh, it, it's uh, at this point it's it's hard to say what's going to happen, but uh, with the economy and 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 with this industry as well. But so far, so good. It's been it's well, been very I good just to
0: me in terms of like all the streaming stuff, and just how even that sense the the industry is you know is your job more mobile now
1: or what? it can be it can be more mobile um this per- particular job that i have because it's uh, it's a network uh, job um we we have a, a fairly uh, strong uh, infrastructure uh, and and workflow uh-huh. here where we're and because we've now been around for 12 seasons yeah and you know, actually
0: a lot of the whole
1: deal i'm sorry have i you- missed that one.
0: You're on the lot and the whole deal. Like,
1: yes, sir. Yes, that's correct. On, on Paramount Lot, yes. It's yes. Just, that is definitely a fun part also about this is that uh, you get to hang out in, in fun places. I've I've had several star sightings here at Paramount Lot. So. Well,
0: and, and, you know, I remember seeing the set from Virgin Shirley and the Brady Bunch. I mean, it's like classic mm-hmm. TV stuff.
1: Yeah, I love Lucy they did uh, yes. taped out here uh, the I think uh, Fraser um yeah a lot of it Paramount's kind of cut in, in it, it's set up in two different places. The, one half of the lot is is television and that's where you are wow. uh, whenever you came and visited us out here and then the other sure. half of the lot is is films and that's where all the big you know street sets are all set up uh, you know for you, you can walk and be in New York, you know, in one right. one minute so it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Well, I guess that you know, I'm just trying to figure out the thoughts of how the how the changing in the industry has affected you.
1: Well, it's a it's very it's it's obviously much more technical when I very first started in the industry, <laughs> me personally, like I said, I mean uh it was uh everything was on tape uh, all everything you know you you actually stuck a tape in a camera and recorded sure. now mm-hmm. pretty much everything is digital we uh yeah. we it, we sometimes won't see any video all we see is files you know that uh, sure. get passed from one place to another so you is it easier or harder um it's it's faster that's, that's the main uh-huh. thing. It, it, there, are, there is a new skill set that you have to learn whenever it gets, when we get into the digital world that uh, sometimes can be a little overwhelming, but it is definitely faster. Uh, uh, even something as simple as uh, when you're pulling a tape out of a deck, you have to completely rewind that tape. And if, it, if, sure. it's, an hour, if it's an hour-long tape, it's a, you're going to sit there and you're going to wait for it. now it's only 2 or 3 minutes that you're waiting for it to rewind but to, when you have yeah. a producer o- over your shoulder saying i got to have this now yeah. as opposed to now when you're just basically you're taking a file and you're copying and pasting it and uh, and delivering it uh, you know to whoever needs to deliver it so it, it is, and, and, and as far as storage is concerned, as silly as this sounds, as, as storage is is much different nowadays than it used to be because we, you know, all these tapes we had to have somebody that would archive all this uh, media, and so you had to have shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of tape.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and yeah. Now
1: everything. Just for one show, I
0: would think that, you Oh know? yes,
1: absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Now we have everything uh, you know uh, on flash drives uh, but uh, you know we we have terabytes and terabytes of, of media that uh, uh, that we have to keep track of
0: Well I guess that you know when thinking about the change that you made which is a pretty bold change I mean was that hard to do or how do, how do you feel about the change you made did you make the right choice
1: I do believe I yes I definitely made the right choice I, I uh, and it was hard to do because like because all all my family is in Missouri um, sure and, uh, so that was very uh, and and I was kind of like I guess pretty much the first one to to pack up and had head out of state of my brothers and sisters uh-huh. um, and so that was uh, challenging for me and you know when you move away from home you you do have to uh, miss a lot of things that happen you know. Sure. At yeah. home, and so I missed that. There, it was definitely challenging. I, I, I really, literally did sell everything that I owned.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: whenever I moved out here, I, I bought a, uh, a uh, Chevy Geo. Um, uh-huh. I, I borrowed a thousand dollars from my parents and uh-huh. uh, climbed in my Chevy Geo and drove out here with it. You know everything <laughs> that I had. So
0: that was nice. I, Is that
1: right? it was uh around 1990 that's right yes uh-huh, yeah around february ish uh february or march of 1990 that's yeah awesome yes it was a lot of fun it was uh, you know there was uh, there was a lot of times i'd be patting myself on the back because i was so proud of myself and many a times i would also <laughs> be like you know what the hell do you think you're doing yeah yes, <laughs> so totally, yeah but all yes, has so- worked out i go ahead No, go ahead, you. No, I was just going to say everything at this point has worked out. I I do believe I've made the right decision, and, and, uh, you know, there you go. Well,
0: what advice would you give to someone wanting to do what you did?
1: Well, um, first of all, have a really good friend (laughs) because, like, if I had – if my buddy Joe Jocobite wouldn't have been out here – uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have been able to afford to do it. He, he right. opened up his, his uh, home and his floor to me, and, and that, that helped a lot. If I, 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 if, if somebody wants to uh, attempt something like this, I would encourage them 100%. My, my parents both, uh, and my, my whole family, my mom and dad and all my brothers and sisters were always very encouraging to me. They never led me to believe I was making any kind of mistake sure um, and so that helps a lot when you have that kind of support back exactly. home but yeah. anybody that wants to do it anybody that loves you know or wants to get into the industry speaking for myself when I first moved out here I was I was, of course was hoping that I was going to be you know the next actor that was going to you know take sure. on the world right. And it didn't take me very long to realize that there there's just way too much competition out here as far <laughs> <Yeah>. as <laughs> being Definitely. an actor So that's whenever I went over onto the production side, into the production world and and into the management world as well. But I encourage anyone, but it's not going to happen right away. So anybody that wants to pick it up, you know, pick up and move out and give it a shot, definitely should do that. Life's too short uh, to always, you know, always take the safe route. Um, But it it takes a while. It's not going to happen right away.
0: Right. And, you know, it's just one of those things that, it's very interesting to watch how many people will kind of lay it down and not really figure out what it costs to do this, you mm-hmm. know,
1: mm-hmm. in terms of like the sweat equity. You know, mm-hmm. it's a challenge. Ab- absolutely, yes. Like I said, I was the, uh, I was probably the oldest runner in in the TV history by being <laughs> at the. <laughs> but uh you know it was a paycheck and and I got and again I, I was very lucky I was the right place at the right time and this uh this uh fella his name's Howard Lambden, that that ran the post production department uh-huh. uh, I was very lucky that he he helped me out a lot too because he didn't have to do that he gave me an opportunity to take a job that I knew nothing about but I do believe that he uh, uh saw and recognized my work ethics and I think sure. that makes a big makes a big difference so well, I guess what else would you want to tell the
0: people? Well, I mean,
1: or wherever else. I'm excited. To, I understand that you're going to have Martin Stokes on here. Oh, is, I don't want. Yes, I don't know, I know if, yes. if that's supposed to be a secret or not. I don't want to now give away. The yes, oh, I and I I was speaking to my mom, uh, uh or actually just uh, 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 messaging back and forth with her, and uh-huh. and she's very excited. You know, we, I I went to the Presbyterian Church in uh, Crane as well, so I, uh-huh. I I'm I'm not sure uh, when Martin started. I, I believe it was first at the Presbyterian Church. If I remember right, it was Doctor Mace. Um, well, yeah, was,
0: that's before I can remember for sure. Yes. Yeah
1: and then Martin came in, I think after doc. And I just remember him being seven was 70. Well, that would, that would make sense. And I just remember him being, uh, seeming, seem to be so young and so, um, you know, progressive and, and uh, exciting. You know, he wasn't traditional. He was, and that he he really made me uh, excited about the you know uh, attending you know church was it seventy seven I felt like it was a little sooner than that but uh, you're no, probably right no it was right. about
0: seventy seven to 83 so Oh, there you
1: go huh well he's yeah. a good man I look forward to hearing uh, you talk yes, to you know definitely. talking to him for sure and well, then I also well, hear that you that you have met with uh, that you spoke with Bob Hackley as well I did uh, you know, yes
0: and he's still a delight.
1: Yeah, you know he's he lived right across the right across the street from us. Whenever I we when oh, we lived yeah, up on up on top of the hill, Bob lived right across sure. the alley from us, and you right. lived right down at the bottom of the hill. I
0: lived at the bottom of the
1: hill. <laughs> oh, and that's right, and down below uh, Porter Wagner's ha- Porter and and Mark uh, Lucas, um, yeah. Lucas Porter right Lucas. <laughs> Porter right. Lucas, <laughs> not not Porter, <laughs> Porter Wagner. I think You're exactly. right, exactly. Yes,
0: kind of had a different path, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know that's we've had a lot of fun doing this. And it's just so good to talk to people and see what their journey is, you know. Yeah, to learn.
1: This must be great for you. I I'm, I'm sure it, <laughs> you know, you get to catch up with people that you haven't heard about in so long. I can't yeah, tell you right. how much I, I appreciate you uh you asking me to, to be yeah. a part of this. it, it was I very exciting. To,
0: you know, I just think it's awesome. So yeah. that's why I just really am thankful to you for coming on and spending your time. And, you know, if you've got anything else to say or whatever, send us off.
1: Well, Dale, I appreciate you having me on. Again, I, I think I touched on, but I do want to uh, shout out to uh, my mom and dad, if I can, and just tell them yeah, that I love them. Yeah, sure. And, and, uh, and I thank them for everything. I want to shout out also to my my daughter Emily, uh, who uh, has been a, a tremendous support to me as well, as well as all my yeah. brothers and sisters as well. So, you know, this this is my Oscar opera, Oscar winning opportunity <laughs> here.
0: So, well, <laughs> I want to make sure. And I'm just so thankful that you spent some time with me today.
1: Well, Dale, I I really do appreciate you inviting me. I hope you have okay. a I hope a great day, and and uh, do tell Martin Stokes that Jeff Kine said hello. I
0: sure will. I sure uh, will.
1: Thanks and I'll tell me. Kelly you said hello.
0: Yes, please do.
1: All right, Dale, uh, have a good day. I
0: prefer So, too. She'll be talking to me, too. So
1: there Oh, we great. Go. Excellent. Good, good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, good sir. Good to talk to you. Okay, you man. Too, to you, too, Dale. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.